What's up? I'm Ben Hale, and this is the Easy Living Yards podcast. Creating a beautiful yard should be easy. Let's jump in and create the dream yard you deserve so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. Welcome to episode 90 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Guys, we've made it 90 episodes without skipping a beat for the Easy Living Yards podcast. I'm super excited about this, and today I have a super special guest on as well. Today I'm going to be sharing a massive, impactful change for Easy Living Yards here. It goes along with our theme of this month of October. We've been talking about caring for Earth and how that ties into our own daily lives. And so, I'm super excited today to welcome Amanda Gates from Gates Interior Design, host of the Home Energy Design Podcast. Amanda's an interior designer and feng shui practitioner, and she's master of the woo. It's it's crazy stuff, guys, but there's something to this energy stuff that she talks about. And so I really wanted to bring her on today's show to really tell you in her own words. She's an expert at this stuff, at sensing the things we can't see and understanding how those can affect our lives. And so I wanted her to come on to really talk about how the energy of our outdoor spaces and her nature spirits affect us and the world around us. We're diving deep into the woo today, guys. Now, before you turn off this episode, no matter what your background, your religious affiliation or your spiritual beliefs, I believe that there's something to this stuff. Okay. And, and I've always felt this, this connection with nature, this connection with the outdoors, and I'm starting to piece together that there's something to it. There's something more than just liking to be in nature. And so she's going to come on and say much more eloquently than what I'm able to say about this stuff. So I'm super excited to welcome Amanda on today as well, because Amanda was super impactful at helping me make a pretty serious pivot in my brand that I'm going to be talking about on today's show as well. So let's jump in to today's episode. Before we do that, I want to share, of course, as usual, if you guys have any questions, what's frustrating you in your yard right now? Go on over to easylivingyards.com slash ask. And right there, you can ask me a question. I'll get in touch with you and we'll work through your problem together. All right, guys, let's hear what Amanda has to say today. Guys, I'm super excited to welcome Amanda Gates from Gates Interior Design, host of the Home Energy Design Podcast, interior designer and feng shui practitioner, and I must say, champion of the woo. (laughs) I love it. Welcome to the show. Uh, Hey, everyone. I love that. Champion of the woo. I'll take it. (laughs) So I'm really excited to welcome Amanda on the show to really kind of just dive deep into this world of energy and world of nature and how we can be connected to nature more deeply in our lives and through our landscapes and more aware of the energy around us as well. So that's why I wanted to welcome Amanda on is she's way more first in tune with this stuff than I am and also way more educated about it and way more eloquent. So Amanda, thank you for coming on the show. I also wanted to share... (laughs) A brief story that includes Amanda um, and, and why I welcomed her on the show today. 
So if we rewind all the way back to the beginning of Easy Living Yards, we were actually called Aesthetic Ecosystems. Aesthetic Ecosystems was a, a concept of a business that I started with the whole idea of combining environmental conscious design with beautiful landscapes to create, to create beautiful spaces that we love and make a positive impact on the world. I've made a slight pivot from that uh, about, about two years ago when we rebranded as Easy Living Yards. And, it, and with that, I broadened our message to low-maintenance landscaping. And I think what's happened with that too, if I'm honest with myself, is I've gotten away from my core message. It's really important to me that we care for our spaces in a way that makes the world around us better. And it also makes us feel better too with making a positive impact on the world. So recently I've gotten some nudging, including when I was a guest on Amanda's show recently, um, I was very fortunate to be on Amanda's show and to have a wonderful discussion with her about um, what we can do in our landscapes to, to uh, really be more in tune with nature. And after that discussion, she gave me a nudge saying, Ben, <laughs> you need to be more open and honest on your show. She, she was pretty direct, I'll, I'll admit, guys. <laughs> I'm pushy. <laughs> and, and you know what? I've really listened to that nudge, and I think it is true. So I want to announce today that, that Easy Living Yards is making a shift. We're going to be focusing on eco-friendly design, so beautiful, low-maintenance landscapes in your yard that are also good for the world around us. So what can we do to make that positive impact on the world around us to create beautiful habitat and to be more in tune with the natural world that we belong in? So I'm really excited to make that announcement here with Amanda. So Amanda, thank you so much for giving me this nudge and, and I'm really excited for you to be here. Mm, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to uh, be a part of this journey with you. I think that um, making this transition while scary. Uh, you know, going into the woo can be scary because I think a lot of people are unsure about it. And we've been, our culture is just really um, conditioned to be black and white. And the gray area can be scary, but it's often the most transformational. So I think that this is going to be a great transition for you. And it's going to be great for your audience too to reconnect with nature in a much more powerful way. And I just want to mention, my podcast is called Home Energy Design, and you can find that on iTunes or Stitcher, but the show that Ben and I did is show number 97, and I would encourage everyone to listen to it because I think it's probably one of the best shows that I've done, and Ben and I go there, and it's a great discussion uh, that kind of starts this conversation about nature spirits and why our landscapes are so important to us. And that show in particular was about, you know, how to honor our uh, gardens in the winter when they get dilapidated and sad and how to look at it from a higher state of consciousness of making it um, not a sad event, but a way to celebrate it. So it's a great conversation starter, uh, which is now following into this show today. Well, thank you for that. And I'll, I'll make sure to include a link to that in the show notes as well. So that way people can find it quickly. Um, so our theme for today's show, and this is, guys, this is straight from Amanda's talking with her spirit guides. She gave us the prompt of how the energy of our outdoor spaces and her nature spirits affect us in the world around us. And so I really want us to all think openly 
and to really feel this show. Before we turn it off, just kind of consider this world of what we're calling the world of woo and how it might speak to you in whatever way that is. So this isn't necessarily, and, and Amanda, please correct me if, if you feel differently. This isn't necessarily a, a religious thing or you know a specific spiritual practice. This is kind of an encompassing thing about being in tune with that world we can't see and to also being open to the messages that it gives us. Does that, does that sound right, Amanda? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that really what it comes down to is it's just our inner guidance. We all have it. We've all had that sense of how many times has someone said to you, man, if I just trusted my gut, or I hear this one a lot, I knew not to do it. I knew not to hire that person. I knew not to go there. I just felt it in my gut and I did it anyways. We've all had that. We've all felt that. So it's just really honoring and paying attention to the inner guidance that we all have. And if you want to call that woo great, I don't think it's, <laughs> it, it can be a religious experience. I mean, <laughs> you know, you may be saying to yourself, oh, hallelujah, you know, I have great health. I just got the money I need. But I think it's more celebrating your own energy system and, and what it has to offer you. Okay, great. That's really a good way to put it. So interesting. So before we jump into talking about landscapes and outdoor spaces, I'd really love to hear in your words, some, maybe a few definitions. So first, what, when you're talking about energy and we kind of just talked about this, but what do you, what is energy to you? Yeah. So for the listeners today, I am a professional interior designer and an advanced feng shui practitioner. And I actually got into interior design so that I could be an advanced feng shui practitioner. Back when I, I was actually pre-med, I was going to med school, got accepted to med school, and I had this very spiritual experience um, with a woman at a Borders bookstore of all places, and it completely changed my life, and I decided to give up med school and go into feng shui. And I knew nothing about it. I had no idea what it was. And if you had said to me, energy, woo, spirituality, I would have just looked at you blankly like you had a third head. Like I would not have known what that meant. But I had this very uh, magical experience. And that's where many of my intuitive abilities really started coming online. I started having some amazing experiences and I wanted more. It was like my cocaine. I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to have more of this. It's amazing. And I think that's why a lot of us need spiritual matter in our lives because that's what it does for us. It, it, you know, it heightens our abilities and it gives us a level of peace and contentment that you can't find in external things, which is how we're conditioned to think that that's how we find happiness. And so I got into interior design so that I could get into homes and practice this magical thing called feng shui. And I had no idea what it was, but I was kind of tinkering with it and having these incredible, unexplainable holy cow moments with it. And I was like, this is what I need to be doing. So as I, if you had asked me this question 20 years ago, I would have said, oh, energy, it's like this thing called chi and, you know, it's about getting it right in your environment. Now, if you ask me what energy is, I mean, it, it's such a broad spectrum question because everything, everything in your environment is energy. You are energy, the desk that you sit at is energy, your walls are energy, nature is energy. And uh, Einstein called, called this the theory of entanglement. This is consciousness. We're all connected. We are 
um, all the same energy and that's how we communicate. So if you go into, let's say you're going to a party and you're immediately magnetized to one person, but maybe there's another person in the room for whatever reason and you can't put your finger on it and you've never met this person before, you just don't like them. There's something that's off or you're thinking, uh, I don't really know that I, I, I don't really like them and you don't know why. That's the entanglement of energy. Your energy field that surrounds your body is communicating with all of those things, you know, whether it's uh, intangibles, tangibles, or people. So typically, if you are magnetized towards someone or you feel really good around someone, it's because your energy is a match. The vibration is the same and uh, you're lifting each other up. So this is why nature is so important to our energy systems because nature's energy is pure and it's high. And so, you know, we've talked about on my show, Ben, going out in nature and getting weird, you know, hugging a tree, (laughs) putting your feet in the grass, talking to birds. Um, That heightens your energy. It makes you feel good. So if you've had a really bad day, if you've had a really bad day at work or maybe you experienced road rage, you know, that can really affect your energy system. And you know that you're affected because you get cranky, you're frustrated, you're disappointed. That's energy. So you go out in nature, you put your feet in the grass, you hug a tree, you talk to nature, maybe you get a delightful surprise and, you know, you see a bunny or a deer and you're delighted. You feel good. That's chi, that's energy. You're getting elevated. So your mood And your emotions are how that energy is shifting and changing. And your emotions are your direct line to God. If it's good, that's God indicating to you that you're on the right track. If it's bad, then that means that you've slumped and the energy is not the highest and most optimist for you or optimal for you. So it's a long answer, but... I mean, all in all, I would say that, you know, it, it's just really having a, a bigger picture of that literally we see things as dense, heavy matter when in reality it's not. It's this light, fluffy energy stuff that we can't really see, but you can feel it through your emotions. And that's how you, that's kind of the barometer of how to indicate if the energy is good or bad. Okay, so interesting. Guys, this is why the Home Energy Design podcast is ridiculously addicting and you'll probably end up binge listening to it. So, <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so when that comes to, well, first, that that sounds so amazing to me. And, and you know, I've always felt more spiritual when I'm out in the middle of the woods than I'm in the middle of church. And I know it's different for different people. And, but for me, it's, it's always been a spiritual experience, especially when I'm alone, which is really interesting. But when I get out there and I tune in a little bit, all of a sudden just, I I do feel like lifted up and, and more alive. And so that really resonates with what you're saying about, um, the energy of the outdoor spaces and, and, and the, I guess the, um, I, I don't know, is consciousness the right word? The, the, um, just the, the energy of the space, I guess, and feeling the vibrance and the life around me. It's really interesting. Well, it's the purest. It's the highest vibration and it's the purest. So in a lot of ways, 
being deep out in the woods or out in the middle of the desert, just being in nature, that is church. You know, that's the word that we use, you know, to be a religious experience. But the reason it feels like that is because you are divinely connected with source. You're divinely tapped in. And when you're out in the middle of nature, it's easier to make that connection. It's easier to get plugged in because you're not being bombarded by all of the external world. So when you can go out and get lost in nature, and this can be in your backyard, you know, if you can just go out into your backyard and put your feet in the grass and just, you know, really sit in a space of, man, this, this is beautiful. I love nature. This is amazing. You know, the vibration, that's, that's why grounding and putting your feet in the grass is such a big deal. And they recommend it because we have so much technology around us now that interferes with our energy systems. So the desktop computers, the laptops, the cell phones, all of these buildings now have Wi-Fi in it and it's highly polarized. And so that affects our energy system. That's why we're fatigued and our joints hurt and we're tired all the time. And we just think that it's because we work all the time or we're busy all the time. And, you know, we're being inundated with all this stuff. Then we go out into nature and we get away from all that. And it is like a spiritual experience because suddenly your energy is getting fluffed. It's getting, you know, the, the vibration is raising. It's like you're plugged into a socket and you're being recharged. It's like your batteries get recharged and then you can connect. Your vibration gets higher. So you then start having spiritual experiences. The animal spirits start coming to you. Communications start coming to you. You start having these weird synchronicities and that's where the magic starts to unfold. And you're like, oh my God. See, I'm like, I'm a coke addict when it comes to that. <laughs> Like I'm jonesing for, like I have experience like that and I'm like, okay, I need to do that again. And then I get it again and I'm like, oh my God, I have to do it again. And, you know, you get addicted to it because it's so amazingly magical. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah, I agree. And so you're completely reading my mind. Like every question I want to ask, you've already answered. That's spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can thank them for that. <laughs> but I have to, you know, I have to agree that I, I'm really into grounding now, which if you guys haven't heard about that, essentially it, it, what it is is connecting your electrical energy of your body to the earth. And if you think about our built environment, most of it is non-conductive material. And, and our body actually, you know, it's built on electrical connections. That's what nerves are, right? It's sending electrical energy through our body. Most of cellular communication requires a certain electrical charge to the cell to work. So that's the sciencey part of it. And the reality is there's tons of research that's coming out that's showing this whole concept of grounding, which is kind of like, it started out as like this, this hippy dippy thing that, you know, the sciencey people kind of said that's, you know, that's a bunch of hogwash or whatever. But the reality is now there's all this research that's coming out that's showing actually there's something to this because it helps our cellular mechanisms work more properly. And, and so the, the cool thing is you can go out, just walk around barefoot in the grass. Same thing as taking a shower. Shower is grounding too. A shower is grounding too. And, um, but walking out and just feeling the grass between your toes or going and, you know, working in the garden a little bit, being connected to the earth actually has this de-stressing effect. I've tested it many times and, and it's amazing how like sometimes if I'm really stressed out, I just go outside and if you just kind of like, for one, try doing it barefoot. It feels amazing too. And, and secondly, just, you know, piddle around in your yard. That's what your space is for is to help you, you know, have a more positive experience in your space that you live in. 
And, you know, if you just like, even if it's just, you know, kind of like pruning a few things or, you know, <laughs> talking to your plants um, or, or whatever. Take, Highly encourage that, by the way. <laughs> taking care of them in whatever way you see fit uh, is is incredibly de-stressing. And I think there's a connection there, like you're saying, is, is there's some sort of energy connection that I can't fully explain, but I feel it. And so I'm encouraging everybody to try it too. So... <laughs> When we when we talk about again, you took all of my questions away, Amanda. <laughs> but um, it wasn't me. Trust me. <laughs> when it when it comes to creating, and you know, a lot of what I talk about on Easy Living Yards, especially now with my new direction, is is how do we create a beautiful, eco friendly space, right? That really brings a positive benefit to our own personal life, and as well as a positive benefit to the world around us. And so, when it comes to creating a beautiful space around us is there something with with energy as well that might tie into that or to think about well the number one thing that you always want to do in any space that you approach whether it's interior exterior um you know if you've got a small little patio or you know a half acre like ben does we can't all (laughs) we can aspire to that but we can't all have it um the main thing is you and what you bring to it so i always Uh, in all of my, like my YouTube videos, podcasts, everything that I preach, it always comes down to one thing and that's cultivating your own chi. Your personal chi is the most important thing in feng shui. And I always talk about how, you know, most everybody at some point in their life has heard of feng shui. If they know nothing about it, they, they've likely heard about it in pop culture because it gets mocked a lot. And, The thing is, is that the missing ingredient that no one ever talks about in books or online articles or videos or workshops or anything is cultivating your own chi. You cannot do any type of energy work or really have a spiritual experience if you personally are not in the right headspace and your energy isn't in the right space. So if you go out and you're just like, I'm going to throw some plants in the ground and, oh shit, they died. Oh, well, well, I'll just put some new ones in, you know, and just really not um, coming at it with the correct energy. So for the listeners, they may be saying, well, what the heck is the correct energy? What is this cultivation that you're talking about? I'm confused. So it's very simple. It's, it's basically what Ben and I are talking about, where you're taking the time to spend time in nature, put your feet in the ground. Um, doing a yoga practice, maybe sitting quietly for a couple of minutes and just, you know, recalibrating and focusing your energy and getting clear about the things that you want. What that does is that puts you in what's called coherence. Many, many, many people running around on this planet are incoherent. That means their brain and their heart are operating in two opposite directions. Most of us are running from the brain, uh, which is the ego, it's logic, it's analytics, it's the left brain. And we've been conditioned to believe that this is the way that we need to operate when in actuality, our heart actually has something like 50,000 times, or maybe it's 60,000 more uh, EMF. We actually have an EMF in our heartbeat and it's 60,000 times stronger than the EMF of the brainwave. But we've been conditioned to believe that the brain is the end all be all. And in actuality, it is our heart. That's where the resonance comes from. And when you can get your inners right, it's the outers that fall into place. And the only way that you can do that is to cultivate your energy system 
And so whatever that looks like for you, it's basically being in a state of peace. It's in a state of contentment and happiness and not looking to those external things to find those things, but finding that within yourself. So when you're taking that energy, you know, I call that an above the cross emotion. It's happy. It's joyous. It's peaceful. It's contentment. You know, that's the, that's the end all be all is to get in a space of love. And that's where that emotion comes back in. Our direct line to spirit and source is uh, our heart resonance, our heart space, which we can read and understand through emotion. And unfortunately, emotion has also been suppressed in our culture. It's like, don't show too much emotion. Don't be too much, you know, or too dramatic. And so it's really about getting back into that space of going, how do I feel? You know, and honoring that and not feeling guilty or shamed for doing that. Getting into a really great space, and I call it fluffing your chi, and then going to your outdoor spaces and creating a relationship with your plants, your trees, your grass, your bushes, you know, being thankful for all that they provide you, being thankful for their beauty, their bounty. Um, you know, they are producing oxygen. They're, you know, they're beautiful too, but I always, and Ben knows this, I encourage you to name your plants, <laughs> have a relationship with them. It's been scientifically proven that if you if your energy is good and you go out into your spaces and you develop a relationship with your plants they are something like four or five times more uh, likely to live um, a healthier stronger life and I've actually done experiments with this I had a gal I put this up on my Instagram I think about a year ago and I gave both of them a bamboo plant and one of them, I just gave it to her, never said anything. And the other one, I said, I want you to name this bamboo plant and I want you to talk to her every day. She's like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> Six months later, we put the two bamboo stalks next to each other. And the gal who was speaking to her bamboo often and loving on it. And let me tell you, she swears she doesn't have a green thumb. She forgot to water the darn thing. I mean, you know, it's not like she was traditionally caring for it like we would think, but she was loving on it. And it was like about six inches taller and had more leaves on it than the one that was just like getting thrown water at. That's so, so cool. It makes <laughs> a difference. And the other thing is, is that you may be saying, well, crap, I, you know, if I can't, if my energy's not there and I'm not in coherence, does that mean I can't, you know, take advantage of nature? No, absolutely not. It's a relationship. It's a two-way street. So utilize the pure energy that nature provides you. Utilize what nature gives back to you because it is the purest, highest form of energy that you can possibly surround yourself with. Being near moving water is one of the best things that you can do for your personal chi because that moving water stirs up chi and it's creating an electromagnetic magnetic field that's actually positive and it will very quickly uh, fluff your chi up. And so if you are having a bad day, if you feel like, you know, you are not in coherence and, you know, you're really sinking in those negative, cranky, upset, you know, resentment, just all the ickies of life, nature can put you back into calibration. And so, you know, look at it in that way, because that's what's going to help you develop that relationship and have a stronger um, connection with the yard or balcony or whatever you have. And it's going to make you enjoy it more. 
And that to me is the best thing that you can have. Okay. So, so interesting. So if I kind of try and recap a little bit, a lot of it has to do with how deliberate you are with your space and what sort of energy you decide to bring toward your space. So if you bring positivity and um, care, a feeling of care to your space, I know on your show you call it above the cross and below the cross emotion. So if you bring positive emotions to your space as you're caring for it, it will also return and help boost your chi. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then also getting out in nature in general can have this healing energy that that kind of boosts you as well. Yeah, it really helps okay. you um, to cultivate your chi. And it it ends up being a, a real win-win-win because as you start to shift your chi and calibrate your energy system or your chi, what happens is, is that you know, we've got these energy fields that surround us. I call it our personal Wi-Fi. You can't see it, but it's there. And it extends out about the length of, if you put your arms out to the side, that's about how far out your field goes. And so when you're having a really bad day or, you know, maybe you feel like you've had a negative life, like everything's (laughs) just gone wrong for your entire life. What ends up happening is a lot of people, their energy field actually collapses down on them. It's quite Hmm. beat up. It's dilapidated. And so the goal is to fluff your chi and to get it, you know, extended out, to have it fluffy and full and vibrant. And so nature is the number one way to get it fluffed and to get it happy. And so, um, you know, if you can get outside, if you can go for a nature walk, if you can, you know, um, chant while you're talking or sing while you're or walking or, you know, uh, talk with the animals, you know, just get really lost in it. You'll know. And we've talked about this, Ben, it just immediately changes how you feel. Yeah. And so that's really, you know, that's what, um, to me is the missing ingredients with a lot of the stuff, the information that's out there as far as making yourself feel better. It's always these external things. Go out and do this. Go read this book, you know, and it's always seeking external things outside of yourself when in actuality, it's all internal. And it's about this idea of um, finding that contentment within you and finding the peace within you, because that's what's going to get your energy field fluffed and happy. And then you'll start to see a major, and you're experiencing this, Ben, right. you'll start to experience the transformation and the shift. And you, you might not be able to put your finger on what's happening or why it's happening, but it feels good and you notice the shift. Right. Okay. Wow. Well, I think that is a perfect spot to wrap up. (laughs) We could talk for hours probably, and it's so amazing. So before we wrap up, though, I want to ask is what is the best way for for my listeners to maybe reach out to you or to get in touch with you or to check out um, all the amazing stuff you have? Um, for resources, if you're just looking for more resources, uh, the Home Energy Design Podcast is a great place to start. Um, that's how Ben found me. Um, that's actually how a lot of people find me. Um, they end up binge listening and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Because uh, it is. There's a lot of really great, uh, fantastic guests on there and lots of really great information. Uh, the YouTube channel, which is Amanda Gates Feng Shui, uh, tons of just quick 
tip tutorials on little things that you can do each day to shift and change the energy from, you know, your office to your home to your outdoor spaces. Um, so that's really great. And then just the general place would be my website, which is gatesinteriordesign.com. Okay, so I'll provide links to all of those in the show notes, guys. So you can quickly check those out and, and get more info from all of Amanda's wonderful stuff that she and her team are doing uh, to really help us all elevate our chi as well. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been wonderful and awesome. And I always like jumping into that space that's just a little bit more uncomfortable than I'm usually used to. And, and it's always rewarded me. So I hope for you guys listening to that this today's show really rewards you to, to think a little bit differently or to feel a little bit differently uh, within your own life and how you can boost your energy. And so also, I want to thank you, Amanda, for nudging me in my business to, to make a more focused pivot to what's really true with me and how I feel I can make a change in this world. So thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for having me on the show today. Thanks. Bye. Woo! Wasn't that an amazing talk, guys? <laughs> I told you, I warned you, right? Amanda was going to give it to us straight, and she's not afraid to talk about what she believes in and what she feels, right? She's big on that. She's she's big on just letting things flow and letting things go. And, and that's a good message for all of us, really. And that's why I wanted to bring her on the show, is to really start thinking about that bigger picture stuff, right? And, and how to tie it into the world around us in the immediate space we live in as well. And so um, thanks, Amanda, for coming on the show. Uh, really, this is a, a wonderful treat for me as well. And also thank you for, for encouraging me to, you know, to be more open on my show as well. And so I hope you guys appreciate that as well as I'm going to, <laughs> yeah, you just have it. It's just my nature, right? I have a tendency to kind of, you know, lay things on a little bit softly, especially when I, I know I have a viewpoint that not everybody agrees with. And so I'm just going to be a bit more transparent there. And, and that's part of my commitment with, um, with the new direction of Easy Living Yards. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Make sure you go over to the show notes and check out all the resources we talked about in today's episode. And I'll, I'll provide links to Amanda's podcast as well as to gatesinteriordesign.com if you want to get in touch with her. She does uh, remote feng shui floor plan readings to make sure the energy is right in your home and in your space you live in uh, whether it's a business office home whatever uh, she'll she'll do that remotely which is pretty cool as well as she does on-site um, visits and consultation and her team does full-scale interior design as well so not only do they get the what they call getting the energy right first and then make your home beautiful as well so they'll do full-scale, beautiful redesign, interior redesign for your space. So go check out all the resources we talked about in today's show. Amanda, thanks so much for coming on today's show as well. And I look forward to talking to you guys in a wonderful episode coming up next week as well. I have another guest, so two guests back-to-back, -back, uh, to really wrap up this month of, of big change for Easy Living Yards, commitment to the world around us, to make a difference in our landscapes so we can make a difference for the world around us and in our lives as well. That's what we're here talking about on today's show. As always, if you have a question, go on over to easylivingyards.com slash ask. What's frustrating you right now? What are you dealing with in your landscape that's frustrating you? 
What is giving you a stress point in your landscape? I'm here to help you answer those questions. So go on over to easylivingyards.com slash ask. And right there, you just leave a short little bit about what you're dealing with. And I'll get back to you and we'll work through this together. It's absolutely free, guys, to reach out and ask me a question. So go on over to easylivingyards.com slash ask. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.